0: I was in six pre-seasons in eight years. And then you need to adapt again to the new technique, to the new technique, to the new style. So, yeah, it, it's it's really unbelievable how for one position, how many different uh, opinions you have, as we can see. But at the end, I think you need to take what is, what is best for you. I know it's difficult when the coach wants to push you something, but uh, you need to find out by yourself, what is going best for you?
1: Hello, goalkeepers, and welcome back to a new episode of the Club Sound Podcast. We are your host, Marcus Sundin, and alongside me is Alexander Brahms, as always. Today we're joined by a new goalkeeper guest, Matisse Delac. Welcome to the podcast.
0: Hi, hi everyone. Thank you very much for your invitation. Hope we're going to have a nice time.
1: Awesome. We are joined today by AC Horsen's goalkeeper, as mentioned, Matis Delac, who currently plays in the Danish Super League. We want to talk a little about about your career so far, about your time at Chelsea, you spent a a lot of years at Chelsea um, with a lot of loans, stuff like that, going to different countries. Um, if we take it all the way back, um, when you first got signed by Chelsea, I, I would assume that's that's a big deal. I actually read the the, the kind of story uh, behind you signing. You went with the national team, if I'm not wrong, and then you actually stayed um, after the national team left to get your medical with Chelsea and and then Afterwards, signing. How was that experience signing with a with a one of the biggest clubs in the world?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, it was. It was always nice to to remember these kind of the memories. Yeah, it's true. I went with the national team. We played against England, and in, uh, in Wembley. Uh, and then after, I stayed at the, at London uh, to have the medical check with Chelsea because we already agreed the uh, the deal and everything. Um, and then I I, I Went through the medical, everything went well. Uh, I signed with Chelsea. Uh, it was it was amazing, amazing thing to be. First, you are with your national team, which is always uh, you are aiming for that. Uh, not aiming, but that's the dream of everyone to be with uh, with the national team. And then suddenly, you are staying and signing for the best one of the best clubs in the world. So it was it was like a dream for me. I was 17 and a half. I was still young, really young, but uh, it was great memories and. Um, it was it was really good time. I could imagine, and then
1: I I can't stop wondering, looking at your resume so far that you went on alone with several clubs, um, actually ten times during your career, career before you signed a a contract with Horsens, the contract you are on now. Uh, was it all always obviously when Chelsea signed young goalkeepers, they have this. Thing where they loan their players out and stuff like that. So what that deplete, uh, the plan with you as well to get, go on these loans and then hopefully, obviously get the opportunity at Chelsea at some point when you are more experienced as a goalkeeper?
0: Uh, yes, of course, of course. I, I knew it I would go on loans uh, because I, I had the, the problems also with the, with the working permit at the start, so I knew it I would go alone. The plan was to go in a better league than Croatian league. So we had a few offers from Belgium and Holland. At that time, uh, to go on loans, we decided to go to Vitesse on, uh, on my first loan because it was start of connection with uh, Chelsea and Vitesse. Uh, uh, it, with me, it went to more Balkan guys, Nemanja Matic and uh, Slobodan Rajkovic, who was also Chelsea players at that time. Uh, so we decided to go there. One of the things was also that because it was my first year abroad uh i will have somebody who will help me and everything so we decided to go in vitesse it was uh, you know with the goalkeeper uh thing uh, when you go i was decided that i'm going to fight for the number one spot nobody can promise you game playing time uh that was in every most of the every loans like that so uh in Vitesse, it didn't work out. Uh, the first goalkeeper had a really good time and I couldn't get break through that. So, But the plan, like you said, the plan to go, it was to go first two or three years of the contracts to go on lows and then try to come back and uh, fight with to my spot to be maybe second choice or third choice in Chelsea and then try to break through that.
1: Yeah, and, and we have talked in previous episodes on this podcast as well about the importance of playing time compared to training sessions, stuff like that, um, especially in a recent episode, we actually haven't posted yet, but um, where we talked about um, a lot of English clubs had this plan where they loan out their younger players to lower league teams in order for them to get the playing time. Um, Doing your career so far, can you talk us through a little bit about the importance of uh, not only training, but actually the real importance about getting the playing time, getting the knowledge on the field, getting stronger on the field, uh, just overall, just playing games, because that's what we want.
0: Uh, yeah, of course, you can see on uh, on everyone uh, from English goalkeepers who are now in the national team, you can see Pickford was in five, six loans, Nick Pope, uh, the same, Henderson from uh, Man United was as well, five, six loans. So uh, that's just the normal way how, how goalkeepers how they are used doing with the goalkeepers in England? Um, yeah, I went in many loans. Uh, it was nine, nine or something like that. Eight, uh, two times at the same club. Uh, but uh, that's the reason because I, I wanted to play. I wanted to have gaming time. That's the main reason why I went in so many loans. Uh, I didn't want to to stay uh, at some club or somewhere else where I will where I will be. Where I'll be second choice or something, because that's the reason why I changed many, many clubs. In first three loans, I didn't get many game time. Uh, it was Portugal, it was Holland and uh, Czech Republic. Uh, and then I decided to move back to Croatia to start again, uh, from, let's say, from zero again, and to restart my career because I knew it with uh, without gaming time, uh, my career will not be where, where, it, where is it now or where, where it can be. And that's the reason why I went in so many clubs alone. Uh, also in, then after Croatia, I went to Serbia, uh, to Vojvodina. Um, I had opportunity to play. I played first half of the season, but then suddenly direction of the club changed, uh, coach changed. And they told me, uh, you can stay here. We don't have anything against you, but we're going to bring the our goalkeeper, new goalkeeper. I was like, OK, I need to move on. I know it's a half season, but I, I need to move on. I need to find a club. And I knew it, Chelsea's, I always had a club, and that was Chelsea. So it's not that I was moving, OK. It's many circumstances, you know. It's not that I'm breaking contracts somewhere, and then I don't have, let's say, salary. I don't know where I am or something. I always knew it, I have Chelsea. And uh, that's the, one of the reasons why I every time I went on many loans and then I went to Bosnia, to Sarajevo, where I played. And then uh, did, it was the end of the season and then they decide, OK, we cannot uh, take your salary anymore or something. Uh, you need to go somewhere else. Then I decided to go somewhere else. And, and then uh, I went to France. I started to play. Uh, it was not a good situation at the club. They decide to change the goalkeeper. They try to, uh, to, to take down other ones. At that time in France, in my first four months, five months of the season, we changed four goalkeepers. So everyone gets a chance. Then you know something is wrong, you know? <laughs> and then I saw the situation okay, I need to move on again. I, I want to have some stability. Uh, and then the Bosnian club decides to bring me on again. And I said, yes, I'm going there as well. I will play. <laughs> and so I was always looking for the gaming time. And uh, I think in this uh, uh, eight years of my Chelsea, I get 150, 200 games uh, in that time. So I think it's still still a lot. Uh, I know I could get my career could go in the other end, because when you're at Chelsea, everybody expecting you're going to stay in Chelsea or something. Uh, but I cannot be unhappy honestly I get the gaming time and uh, I think at the end that's most important and now I'm getting my prime ages uh, where I need to be at the best and with that experience I can take that with me now Yeah and and it's really impressive
2: that you've been at Chelsea since 17 and then you're 28 now and it just from that story you just told us, it sounded out your career was was done. But you just said you're at your prime age. You're 28. You still have, if you want, many years left. It's it's yeah. So so you finished your contract in Chelsea, and then you came to Horsens, right? So during all yeah. those years, you were still owned by Chelsea. They just put you out on loan, and you gained that experience, those 150 200 games in eight years, and then you came to Horsens, and you had to fight for a position again right and exactly yeah prove yourself that you can play and now you are playing and you're playing a lot so that is brilliant so as you just said you are at your primary age what a uh, what would be the next step is that to to keep obviously keep playing but uh, what do you want to want to do if you want to talk about it
0: uh, yeah, of course, of course, I uh, want to talk. Yeah, I was, I was fighting uh, also in my spot in in horses uh, in the first year. Okay, I was, uh, it was, uh, competition was fine. Then the second year, uh, coach chose to start with uh, Michael Lansing on the goal. I was dropped to the bench uh, for the second season uh, for the first 14 games. And then many circumstances uh, might get a red card uh, in the match. I get the chance again. Uh, I was doing well on the trainings and everything on the reserve games. Uh, Coach decides to stay with me on when Mike uh, get out of the suspension, and then from that point I'm again uh, one and a half year now from that point playing a regularly. So, and let's say in these three years I playing two and a half years regularly in horses. So, but still you always need to fight uh, with your place. Doesn't matter if you are first goalkeeper or something. You know our position is really difficult. And uh, my plans for the future. Of course, uh, you're always aiming for a, for a better thing or better better, cl- better opportunity or something. So, yes, I'm looking something for it. I have two and a half years more in horses. But, uh, but I'm, uh, I'm let's say we are trying to... Now, situation in horses is not the best. As you, if you are following the Danish league, uh, we are struggling. So uh, we are trying to stay in Super League, of course. Uh, but yes, I want to. I want to have another step in my career because I think I'm ready after three years in one club, uh, which is first time in my career, <laughs> which I which I was not used to it, uh, but now I am. Now I am, and uh, I think I'm ready for the next step. We will see what's gonna be, but uh, like, I I changed many countries and I'm ready for everything. So awesome,
2: awesome, and and yeah, you are at a good age, so that would be ideal. But I- Let's take it back. You said you were competing against Mike Lansing and we had a podcast with Mike Lansing in the last season. So let's, if we can talk about the relationship between keepers because you said you were just talking with him the other day so it sounds like you still have a relationship and you're still talking together. How How is the relationship when you are two good goalkeepers competing against each other? Because I, I know I've had some not so good relationships with my, if I was first choice with the second string or the other way around. How can you can you talk about that? And maybe prior uh, experiences with someone you had a bad relationship with, and then maybe something here where you had a good relationship.
0: Yeah, of course, of course. I will start with my with Mike. Uh, we really had a great relationship. Uh, uh, you need to push each other. At the end, uh, it's it's not about us. It's about the team, and uh, you need to be there for the team. It's not the fault of Mike or me. Because I'm playing <laughs> is the is the decision of the coach. Uh, so you need to have that in your mind. And uh, I think both of us had that. And Mike really had uh, a great mentality. Uh, he was working. He was pushing me all the time. And that's one of the reasons why I'm in a good form. He's also one of the reasons why I'm why I'm now uh, why now I'm playing really good. Mm, uh, before. Uh, uh, I had many 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 competitions because i changed many clubs. Uh, but let's say I, nah, nowhere I didn't have any bad uh, bad things with my second stra- with my first or second straight. Yes, I was sometimes angry because he's playing, but uh, at the end uh, uh, we had good connection uh, uh, with each other and I think uh, because we are if you look, you are spending more time with him than with everyone else in the dressing room. Because you go separately, work 40 minutes together. Uh, Then you go uh, again uh, talking about the goalkeeper things and everything. Uh, So you understand. If you need to understand someone, you understand with each other the most, with your other goalkeeper at the club. So uh, everywhere else, I had a really good relationship not the best one, but I'm still in the contact with, uh, let's say, with all the guys. What I am yesterday, for example, uh, I followed the game from the uh, from the Open underleft in Belgium League. My second choice is now first choice in Open. He was my second choice in Muscron. So we were talking to each other, uh, sending the message. I congratulate to him. He said to thanks you. Then uh, a few months ago, when the MLS team uh, got the champions, l a room, he was the first choice in uh, Vitesse Arnhem. And I was I was the second choice but I'm still in the contact team even if it's went 10 years ago so uh, I really had a trying to build a good relationship with uh, with the, every goalkeeper what I have uh, only maybe I had uh, some issues in Bosnia uh, when I came because I took the directly first spot uh, I didn't went through the preseason and I took the first spot uh, from the goalkeeper who was already in the club. Little bit more, if you understand what I mean. I didn't play any friendly yep. match. The coach just put me in. Uh, yep. He was a little bit, let's say, angry. Uh, but at the end, we managed it, and now we are still good friends. But at the start, was little bit uh, connection was not the best. Yeah. But at the end, we saw it. it. It's a good. So it's a really important to. Like I'm telling to all goalkeepers and the young goalkeepers to have good connection with your teammate because at the end it's not his fault because he's playing before you. <laughs> no. No, yeah, that's true. And that's
2: that just shows that the GK union is real and that you need to have, as you say, a good relationship. But that also it is it is not, as you say, it's not up to you who plays. You just, you have to push each other to become better and you shouldn't try and injury each other or something like that. Some crazy stuff like that. But Never. Never, and I would say that I've, I have a good relationship with almost all my keeper colleagues, and and it's you just have that special bond because you're both in a, in a lonely position, if you could say that. So it's, you know what you go through when you make a mistake. Sometimes, yes, I've been happy that my other goalkeeper has made a mistake, of, of course, because that means maybe I'll play, but then again, you
0: support him anyways, and you try to prepare him for the game as much as possible. Exactly, exactly. I understand you completely. I understand you com- <clears throat> completely because uh, at the end, it's about the playing time and everybody wants to play, but don't want, don't want to do someone what you don't want that somebody will do to you. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm aiming for. and uh, And that's that's important thing in the in the goalkeeper life, but because, like you said, it's a lonely position. It's a really lonely position, and it's just about yourself. At the end, it's like we are individuals on the pitch sometimes.
1: Exactly, and um, we all know. I mean, all three of us has been goalkeepers for for many many years, and we know that when you have this special bond with your with your keeper colleague, instead of having a, a bad bond that's just where you become better and the sessions are way better if you try to push each other instead of trying to make each other look bad um, and I wanted to take it even further because we, we also have talked before about the relationship between the goalkeeper coach and now you being at several clubs uh, obviously you've been with loads of goalkeeper coaches out there um, so you really know how important it is to also have a good relationship with your goalkeeper coach. Uh, Can you talk us through a little bit about, first of all, the importance of that, but also your different experiences uh, being at several clubs?
0: Uh, Yeah, of course. Um, I I wanted to say also that that will be my next thing, that the goalkeeper coach uh, here is also really important in that relationship, to build that relationship uh, between the goalkeepers um and i think goalkeeper coach need to be really honest and direct with the goalkeepers not saying to one one thing and to another another thing and then he can say ah i said you this but it's not like that so you need to be direct and uh, like i have let's say in De- in denmark i'm now working uh, two three years with uh, peter hansen and i really have a great relationship with him uh, he really improved me a lot and he's that type of the goalkeeper coach who is Honest, he say his opinion. Maybe I will not be happy with that opinion. Maybe the coach, first team coach, will not be happy with that opinion, but he have his opinion. And uh, that's most important. At the end, he protect us. Yes, of course, you protect your goalkeepers. But at the end, he's honest as well. Okay, Mate, you need to do better. You need to do better like this. So that's that's built also strong relationship between the goalkeepers. So I'm really thankful because I'm already working three years with him. And... Uh, uh, let's say in Chelsea, I was eight years over there with the same goalkeeper coach, uh, Christophe Lolichon, uh, the French, the French, the French guy. Uh, he came with uh, Peter Chech uh, from Rennes. Uh, he's also one of the reasons uh, why I signed for Chelsea because he brings me. He wanted me. Um, I'm. I have amazing relationship with him. Uh, uh, we are still at the contact. You know, he was. I'm really also thankful because I think he made me the goalkeeper I am now uh, so uh, I had he's a really hard worker guy uh really analyzing guy so he really helped me a lot of this so i'm I'm really with these two guys I can remember the most in my in my career and uh, I had many many coaches different coaches different technique different goalkeeper techniques and everything uh, which was sometimes it was difficult uh, for example in france uh, my goalkeeper coach didn't talk english and it was i did i couldn't make any connection and uh, you know if you are goalkeeper coach you want to say something to your goalkeeper but you cannot say anything it was you should see it, our training sometimes He's telling me something on French, uh, go right, I go left. <laughs> I finish over there, I finish there. So, so it was also a difficult time in France. Uh, um, uh, I had then, I was in Balkan in Yugoslavia, ex-Yugoslavia leagues, where it was easier, where is the technique of the goalkeepers a little bit different, but it's my language. So it's helped me a lot. I had open goalkeepers, which I can give them some sessions what I think I can improve. They accept it, Uh, but uh, the most I I, let's say I went to many techniques and um, to many techniques to many goalkeeper coach and like I said, where I am now, I'm in my 28. I think it was a good thing for me, like a young goalkeeper. Maybe I didn't get what I want. I'm not in Chelsea now, but at the end, it gave me experience for the all life because one day. When I'm looking now, I will stay in uh, football. I'm pretty sure, and uh, I want to be goalkeeper coach, maybe, or maybe coach, or something like that. But it gave me a lot of experience because I went through uh, 15 goalkeeper coaches already, uh, which are all different. Which is the tef- techniques are all different in Portugal. In my first sessions, I was I was dying. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't do anything because the technique was completely different. And I was lost, and you know when you are lost, uh, when the pools go up, you are just dropping the balls. <laughs> so, so yeah, it was uh, it was it was really good uh, to experience many different tactics and many different coaches. And uh, like I said, the goalkeeper coach are really important in our part and in our in our success. I can say.
1: Yeah, it's funny you say that because um, you obviously now have a perfect background. To become, as you mentioned, a goalkeeper coach yourself with all these different techniques. And it made me think about, again, that um, Alexander and I have been training with just those goalkeepers, and you have yourself as well trained with uh, Fabian um, which in the first season of the Glove on Podcast, we have him on talking about different goalkeeper techniques around the world. And it was a very interesting episode because he has been, yeah in most of Europe, training with different goalkeepers uh, from different countries and different goalkeeper coaches from different countries. And it's just interesting to see how different um, goalkeeper coaches out there have this perspective on one position because it's still the same position, but they just have different uh, perspective and different training styles in order to to train their goalkeepers and stuff like that, um, which is, if you ask me, it's it's incredible because, as mentioned, it's the same position, but there is so many different aspects of being a goalkeeper.
0: Yeah, of course, uh, of course, I trained with Fabian. Uh, let's say hi to him uh, from this, yeah. from us, from all of us. Uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. It's, uh, you know, sometimes it's difficult. Uh, let's say I was in Chelsea. My goalkeeper coach wants something. And then you go alone to another club where your goalkeeper coach wants something else. For example, when the shot is from 25 meters, let's say my goalkeeper coach wanted that I made the one step more, and another one, which I'm now, he wants me to drop one step. <laughs> it, was, it was difficult at that at that at that situation uh, who to listen. Because one guy want this, another guy want this. But this is the guy who who is taking care of you, but this is the guy where you are playing now. Uh, so it was also, how good was it? It was also not easy. Uh, because uh, you train in one club one year, let's say again, different technique, different style. And then you come in Chelsea for a pre-season. I was, I was in six pre-seasons in eight years. And then you need to adapt again, to the new technique, to the new technique, to the new style. So, yeah, it, it's it's really unbelievable how, for one position, how many different uh, opinions you have, as we can see. But at the end, I think you need to take what is, what is best for you. I know it's difficult when the coach wants to push you something, but uh, you need to find out by yourself what is going best for you. And then you can see if, if he's improving or not. Try on trainings, try on friendly games, uh, on the games where you are not fighting for the points, of course. Uh, But try something new. For example, now this preseason, we decide we're going to try some different things with the free kicks, uh, goalkeeper coach and me. We're going to try to put something different. Maybe put one guy less, we decide. Maybe put uh, uh, one, not, not actually five, let's put four guys so I can maybe drop one step further to the middle so I can see the ball. And I can maybe save that ball who is going uh, uh, over the wall. And still, I have maybe time, maybe I have a chance to save, which is not, you don't want to concede the go- uh, goal in your, in your angle. It's also questionable, which is your angle and everything. Uh, but that's a different, uh, different uh, scenario. But then, okay, let's try that on friendly games because we cannot lose anything. Uh, So you can always improve on something and uh, you need to take that uh, by yourself or with your goalkeeper coach, I'm telling to other goalkeepers, and then you can move on.
1: Awesome. And um, let's transition that into, I know we talked a little bit about your future career. You're only 28, which is pretty young as a goalkeeper. We all know that if we look at Pufong, for example, Um, (laughs) because doing our talk here, It made me think about, I actually remember when um, AC Horsens announced that they signed a new goalkeeper when you signed with them because they made it this big deal, obviously, because of your background at Chelsea. They said that um, AC Horsens signed former Chelsea goalkeeper, stuff like that. So I remember the article reading that. And um, that's because you come after um, AC Horsens in Denmark, for those who, who don't know, the last couple of years really have been good at signing goalkeepers and then selling them afterwards. We talk about know who now is playing in the Bundesliga, and Jesse Jordanen, who went to FC Copenhagen, the biggest club in Denmark, and then now went to Serie A and now plays in Serie B um, with Brescia. And um, looking back at that, you obviously... Knew that when you signed with the club, that they were good at developing goalkeepers and selling them. Uh, now looking back at it, first of all, do you think they do it differently developing goalkeepers? You already talked a little bit about your current goalkeeper coach, um, and then also, uh, even though it can be tough to talk about in the in the football world, um, I mean, what what are some of your goals uh, in the near future, and also in the in the long future with with goalkeeping? Because we all know. We all want to reach the highest level of playing, but uh, yeah, can you talk with you a little bit about your long term and, and short term goals? Uh
0: yeah, of course. Uh yeah, when I signed for Horsens, I knew it. I knew it. They are they are good in developing goalkeeper and uh, selling them. That's the one of the reasons why I choose uh, also the Horsens and Danish League. Um, uh, because uh, I was thinking I would get similar chance playing time and then they try to sell me uh, which they which they want, of course, because Horses is the club who is the middle, middle, below middle uh, the club, who is always in between, uh, trying to find living from the selling, selling the players from the sponsors. It's another private club. So um, so that's the reason why I choose that. Uh, uh, Why they are why they are like that, because I think also goalkeeper coach is not trying to do his way of the work. He brings the goalkeeper. He tried to bring similar goalkeeper, uh, obviously. But Ronald is different than me and Joronen, let's say. But he put his work, which is good for for uh, for Ronald. Then he brings Jesse, who is different goalkeeper. And then he put what is he he's trying to work, what is good, what is need to be good for Jesse. And then he brings me. As well, working on my weakness and trying to push me as much as I can, because we are all different. So I think that's also strength of the coach. He's not just okay. I have my plan, my vision. Doesn't matter if I bring Spanish goalkeeper or a Danish goalkeeper; they are completely different. But I will work in my way. No, he tried to work on the way how he see the first goalkeeper needs to be on his way. So that's a that's a that's a that's a good part. Um, my plan of career is. Uh, let's say, to move to move somewhere uh, where I will fight for something more. Because as, as you can see, you are following the Danish league. Horsens is always fighting to stay uh, every year. Okay, last year we, we, we survived very easily. But it's always, you don't have any plan like, okay, this season we're going to fight for top six. This season we're going to do this. It's always, let's see what the season will hold. Uh, so I want to go to some club where actually I will do something and where we're gonna have some plan, some bigger plan. Uh, the leagues, if I need to prefer the leagues, I would like to go back to England uh, uh, be, because that's that's league where I will where I want to be from my young ages. Uh, but if not, uh, I would like to move step on maybe to stay in Denmark in a, somewhere. Maybe to stay in Scandinavia, uh, which is the leagues who are also growing up. Uh, I'm open for everything. I played in Belgium, also in Muscron. Uh, This could be also an option because I like Belgian football. It's also very, very hard. Uh, Many, many long balls, many, many, many corners, many situations, which I like most. So uh, let's say I'm open for everything. Uh, But like you said, I can play long. I hope I will be healthy. Uh, and uh, keep continue this, uh, need to take care of your body. Like every goalkeeper needs to take care, take care of sleep, take care of everything. but I'm happy in horses, but of course you you are aiming for something better like every one of us aiming.
2: Yeah, yeah, of course. And just if I look outside my window right now, it is very gray and boring. And I could imagine it's the same with you. So maybe somewhere more tropical. That's that's what I'm trying to do, uh, get somewhere warmer at one point. But taking it back to the goalkeeper and we want to talk about gloves because our podcast is named Gloves On. So what are your favorite gloves and why? And I think I know because I just saw an Instagram story from you yesterday where you got a bunch of Allsport gloves. So yes, tell us.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. Allsport uh, is now, I need to say I have contracts, so I cannot say anyone else, uh, <laughs> I'm joking, Allsport is, uh, is now uh, my favorite, uh, but to be honest, I like more Absolute Grip model than the Super Grip model, which is really strange because Super Grip model is, I think, 50 or 60 euros more expensive than the Absolute Grip model if you, if you want to buy it which is really strange and uh, I see many goalkeepers are wearing absolute grip model before than super grip model, which is really strange. And I don't know, understand why it's like that. Uh, maybe some marketing thing or something uh, for the super grip. Uh, but I prefer all sport now uh, because when I start, I wear super grip models because they told me they're the best ones. And then I decide, okay, I will try with absolute grip just for a few trainings. And then I was, okay, that's something that's something different.
1: Yeah, and it seems like we have all sport going over and over again on the on the podcast. So it seems like a popular brand here uh, in the goalkeeper community. But uh, Marchit, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for being a part of the podcast today.
0: Uh, thank you very much guys it was it was really a pleasure to to have you to have you on i'm i'm really happy to have a chance to talk a little bit uh, with you to share experience to get your experience to talk a little bit on my career i hope the people will like our our podcast and i'm wishing everyone a great year and a lot of success and uh, health thank you
1: awesome <laughs> and for the listeners thank out you. there please follow match's career um, Please leave a review so we can optimize the podcast as well. Follow Alexander on Danish goalkeeping, myself at Goalkeeper Dane, and of course, Sound Podcast. Talk to you soon.